This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber and happy. So, you know, it's Wednesday. Uh, I had a conversation with Anna Kelly earlier today, and we were actually going over Robert Kiyosaki quotes, and one of them hit me. I think I post that video tonight at five o'clock. The quote basically goes something like, you know, stop saying you can't afford it and, um, you know, figure it out, something like that. Again, the video with Anna goes live at five. I've been thinking about it for the last, God, five hours or so, because as I admit in that series, I, I still carry baggage from when I was younger and where money was kind of a stressor. And I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about my course, how to get started, uh, one rental at a time, but more importantly, my get your money right course. That's the $99 course I have and it's below. And what I've been thinking about is in that course, we actually have an exercise that we're going to do together today. So I'm going to ask for you to get out a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be this big. I got it this big so you could see it when we work on it together. I want you to go through an exercise with me where we try to figure out your discretionary hourly earnings. This is a full-on exercise in the course. It's part of choices. It's, it's part of that $99 course, but this bugs me so much. We're going to do it right now together, at least in a small way. So get a piece of paper and let's do this thing together because I think... I think the question, can I afford it? I think that's the wrong question. I think can I afford it is very much a rat race, a very much consumer-based way of thinking. I think we need to break it. I think can I afford it is the wrong question. So let's do this together. Again, go get a piece of paper. If you want to do it in your phone, in notes, go for it. I'm going to use a piece of paper so we can do this together. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to write down your yearly income. Okay. I want you to write down your yearly income. And then below that, I want you to write how much you take out for taxes, your 401k, things of that nature. Lots of folks don't know that. So if you don't know what you pay in taxes, do me a favor and just assume 10%. Okay. I'm going to assume in this case, uh, I'm paying 20%. Okay. So I'll show you this in a minute. So we're on the same page. So, okay. So all I've done so far, oh, I don't know if you can read that, is I wrote down 60 grand and then I wrote down 12 grand. Okay. So now what I want you to do is obviously subtract that. So that's $48,000. I thought this pen would be darker. It is clearly not. So we'll do it in this pen, $48,000. So again, I wrote 60,000. 
I subtracted 12,000 for taxes. Now we have $48,000. Now the fun begins. What I need you to do is I need you to take that number. In my case, it's $48,000. And I need you to divide by 12. Okay. For me, that's really easy because it's 4,000. Just happened to work out. Okay. So now the fun begins. So what you have here is your net income. If you watch my daily financial news, you hear me talk revenue and net or revenue and earnings per share. Kind of the same thing. We're building your income statement right now on the fly. So your gross revenue is 60 grand. Your net at this point is your net after taxes is $48,000 or four grand a month. You with me so far? Awesome. Now what I want you to do is I want, to, want you to write down what you pay in housing. So let's just say my example, I'm spending $1,800 a month in housing. That could be rent, mortgage payment, whatever you want it to be. Then there's transportation, think car payments, gas, insurance, uh, you know, whatever you, Uber rides, whatever you spend in transportation. Now food. What do you spend a month on food, groceries, eating out with friends, all of that stuff? What do you spend on food a month? Entertainment. What do you do for entertainment? Uh, internet, uh, your streaming services, uh, movies. Uh, do you belong to gyms? You know, what, what are you spending every month on entertainment? And then if you have credit card bills, student bills, student loans, things of that nature, you know, what are you spending on those every month? Okay. So again, I just did this for example. Hopefully you can see that here. $4,000 was my net income after taxes. I have $1,800 in housing, $800 in transportation, $500 in food, $400 in entertainment, and $300 in credit or debt. So now what I need to do is I need to add those up. So... Real quick, 16, 21, plus 7 is 28. Oh, my goodness, this is not good. So in my fictitious example, I'm spending $3,800 every month in fict fixed expenses. I make five grand. I pay 1000 in taxes. I have 4000 left over. I'm spending $3,800. This is important. This is in the Get Your Money Right course. This is where everybody gets wrong. You have $200 a month discretionary. That's really sad, but so true. So now what I need you to do is I need you to multiply that by 12. Because there's 12 months in a year, right? 200 times 12. So in this case, that's $2,400. Okay? So a couple of things. Wow. You make 60 grand a year. Congratulations but you only have $2,400 in this fictitious example to pay for. But it actually gets much worse because what I want you to do now is I want you to, to take out a calculator because most of us can't do this in our head. I want you to divide 2,400 by 2,000, which is how many hours there are in a full-time week or full-time year. Uh, so that's, oh my God, that's so bad. That is so bad. This is going to be so ugly. Oh, I feel so, oh, so bad. 
Okay, so here it goes. 2,400 divided by 2,000. You make a dollar twenty an hour. That is um, that is the rat race eating your lunch. Again, this is fictitious. I hope nobody is in this similar situation, but you only make a dollar twenty an hour. That's all you make. Everything else is spent. Think about that dollar twenty an hour. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh man, I should have done a different example. But anyways, $1.20 an hour. So if you want to go buy a $100, um, I don't know, outfit or dress or shoes or whatever, what does that cost you? 100 divided by 1.2. You have to work 83 hours. So a $100 item equals 83 hours. And if you know anything about the work week, that means you are working for two weeks, two weeks. Yes. Uh, and I see a question here. Isn't full-time 2080? You are correct. If you want to divide by 2080, go for it. Uh, but most, I will just divide by 2000, but yes, a full work year, 52 weeks times 40 is 2080. You are correct. Yes. So, okay. So again, this is so bad. So a hundred dollar item, 83 hours. 83 hours is two weeks. You have to work two weeks to buy that dress or shoes or whatever. Let's assume it's a new TV and it's a God, a thousand dollar TV. That, that's that's it's easy math. I'm just adding zeros now. That's 833 hours. That's 10 weeks. I would tell you you can't afford that TV. We're selling our time. This is really bugs me. We are every time we decide to buy something, put it on credit, buy now, pay later, we are selling future time. In this example, this person has an income problem. You need to raise your income. You probably need to lower your expenses. You probably need to lower housing or, or your transportation or something. If you really only have discretionary spending of a dollar twenty an hour, you are living really close to the bone. It's going to be impossible to save. I mean, for a year, you have $2,400 of discretionary income. That's not fun. That is a rat race. If this is you, that's a rat race you can never get out of, or at least you feel like you can never get out of. So this, again, was inspired by a conversation I had with Anna Kelly, my weekly expert, one of my multimillionaires that we talk to every week for you. I believe you need to start thinking about your discretionary income, not your wages, not your net, but after all commitments, what do you have left? You need to increase that. I keep reminding you of our journey with 20 years ago, getting our money right. We went from spending 100% of our income, we were this person, to lowering our expenses. We also increased our income. But yeah, we, we got down to about 50% fixed expenses. That way we could save, 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 save. So consumerism shopping is an American sport. This buy now pay later thing that Amazon investing in scares me to death. You can buy stuff on Amazon at 50 bucks and pay over time. Sort of like layaway of the eighties. Pretty scary to me. So again, go figure out your discretionary hourly wage. In this example, it's $1 and 20 cents. $1.20. 
And then every time you want to go buy something, don't look at the price tag, do the math and ask yourself, is it worth 83 hours for a hundred bucks? Is it worth 833 hours for a thousand bucks? I tell you, you'll buy a lot less stuff. And have this conversation with your kids. In the course, Get Your Money Right, we, have, we talk about a kid's video game. Same deal. Ask your kid, is it worth mom and dad working for six months, three months to buy your video game player? I think if you talk to kids about money and you don't make it about the price. And again, in this example, I was 600 or 60 grand. You could have just as easily made 200 grand a year. A lot of you making 200 grand a year, you are in horrible financial straits because you are spending every part of your take-home pay. Please take a pause. Do this very simple exercise. Gross, after taxes, divide by 12, get your monthly net income, subtract housing, transportation, food, entertainment, and then debt, You know, credit card, student loans. And then figure out what you have left, divide that by 2,000, or if you want to be more accurate, 2080, 2,080 hours. That will, that will give you your discretionary hourly wage. That's what I think you should be thinking about. When you say, can I afford it? Think about time instead. Am I willing to spend 80 hours or 800 hours? I think if we thought in time, we'd spend a lot less money. We... Myself included, as you will see from my posting at five o'clock with Anna, this still bugs me. I'm, I still haven't figured this out. I'm still stuck in a with memories of my uh, youth where money was a huge stressor. So do yourself a favor. Go home, play with the numbers, play with math. It's very simple. If you want, leave me a number below. Let me know your discretionary hourly wage. In this example, my uh, I make $1.20 an hour. Let me know what your discretionary expenses are. Leave, um, leave the answers and comments below. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye.